Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This podcast is sponsored by all the UK takeaways that serve chips in yellow containers and add on the topping a pinch of water just to get that extra fucking sogginess. <laughs> Welcome to the Daft Lad Podcast. I take no prisoners, just inmates, whatever that fucking means. Everyone, what's me, Jimmy? Dank as fuck. It's loud as fucking you're here. I hope you turn your volume down. Wake up! <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm just hoping someone fell asleep in episode four and has just rolled onto this episode and I've just shat themselves. <laughs> I hope I've traumatized someone who's fell asleep. Um. <laughs> Welcome to episode 5 of the Dad Laugh Podcast. No, wait there, something went wrong. Dad laughed. Daft lad. Jesus. I hope you're all okay. I've had a good week. I had a good week until uh, until today. I had some cat and orange juice. And I had, I had the bad one, you know what I mean? It's the orange juice that's got bits in. Oh, it's grim. Those bits in the bottom of your orange juice, uh, they're actually trimmings of athlete's foot, apparently. Fun fact there. Um, I hope you've not spewed. Anyway, let's get to the podcast. Isn't it mad? Right. <laughs> Isn't it mad? Isn't it mad? When uh, Harry Potter gets sucked off by a Dementor on fucking Polo Express. <laughs> I'm at the prison of Azkaban. He's on there. And the Dementor comes and sucks his face. I'm having a daft laugh, alright. And then Professor Lupin, who's had a fucking good nap, wakes up, gives Harry Potter a slab of dairy milk. Eat that, you'll feel better. Imagine that in PE in college. You know, you just sprained your ankle playing table tennis. And then Mr. Johnson, teacher, comes over and says, Have this one bar, you'll feel better. You're just like, oh, cheers, sir. Lovely that. <laughs> Fuck me, sir, I'm cured. <laughs> I realised, you know, as we're talking about, like, college, um, I realised that secondary and sixth form was, like, ten years ago for me. 
and I realised that I've not sharpened a pencil in 10 years. And that fucking hurts me. That feeling of going to the bin in class. Miss, I'm just going to go sharpen my pencil. You take your pencil, a bit of aluminium with oil at the end. You, get, you put your pencil in, you spin it, and if you put a bit more pressure in it, oh, it gives that lovely bit of sawdust. It has a nice length of skimming of lead pencil just there. It's just like, oh, what should I go to the bin? It had a great smell as well, I thought. Also, I've not, in 10 years, got a new rubber. It looks lovely and fresh. And got a sharpened pencil and just stabbed holes into it. Not done that in 10 years. How sad is that? I'm, I'm going to keep this college themed because everyone's been there. It's relatable. Anyone here that's listening, did you go to sixth form? I know some people went to uni and made something of the life. I went to sixth form. Year 12 and 13 is weird, right? It's basically a two-year demo, easier version of what you've just experienced in secondary school, year 7 to 11. You should have sixth form before secondary school. It's a piece of piss. Waste of time, but it was good fun. So for me in sixth form, I picked uh, sport, media, music, and it was performing arts technical, which was like doing all the sound and lightning. Lightning? Wow, I'm doing weather. Fuck me. Sound and lightning for (laughs) school shows and that kind of thing. I did media for six weeks and sacked it off because it was shit. And I sacked off sport after a year because it was shit. So I just had two lessons for the last of uh, year 13, which was kind of cool. I even had to go in on the last day of year 13. One year after I quit sport... I had to go finish an assignment, do a whole assignment in one day on the last day of school for me ever because I lost my work. That was fun. That was a good day. Twat. But yeah, in your freeze, you just go home. I don't think you're allowed, but because I lived a second away from this college, I would just go home, I don't know, play some drums, play some zombies, build Takeshi's Castle in Minecraft, that kind of thing. And there was this thing every Wednesday at Sixth Form called Enrichment. It was from 1pm to end of school. And you could basically just pick anything that's, I don't know, useful. You could go do some arts and craft, volunteer, just go get some work done. At 1pm, pretty much every Wednesday, we're about to just leave and walk out of school, right? You weren't allowed for this enrichment, but there's nothing to do. The librarian of all people would see us and start chasing us, walking after us, and shouting from miles away, uh... Have you applied to a uni yet? Fuck off. I'm not off to uni. That's why I came to sixth form. I'm lazy. Here's a fun story for me at sixth form. I had a teacher, without any permission, just come into my back garden on a Monday morning. (laughs) Basically, I didn't know I had a mock exam, English exam. I didn't pass English in year 11. It was too hard. Set four with scarecrows I was. Um, Took me a few years in sixth form to actually get English and get that C. And I had a mock exam. I didn't know about it, right? It was a Monday morning, 9pm. No, that's not a morning. 9am, I've just woken up. And I've gone downstairs into the conservatory. I've got the blind shut. Thankfully, you'll realise later in the story. Um, I've got some tunes on, a bit of Death of Anna, Youth in Retrospect. Got a, I've just loaded up Minecraft. Going to go build a lovely love shack out of cobblestone and fucking planks. And all of a sudden, I just heard this knock on the window of the conservatory. I was like, who's that? Who's that, bud? Just, I was like, oh, God, what's that? And then all of a sudden, I just heard the teacher's voice go, she's like, she's like this, Jimmy, are you in there? <laughs> just in my garden. She's like, Jimmy, you got a mock exam. Get out of there. I know you're in there. I've got bloody blinds shut, mate. You don't know I'm in here. She might have a deaf Havana fucking blasting out at speaker. So I was just sat there. And I was like, 
I don't know why I did this really slowly, like there was a sniper laser on me. But as she kept knocking, I was just like putting my headset on, just block out the noise. Um, I got down from the sofa and sat on the floor for some reason, even though the blinds were shut. <laughs> she just kept going, Jimmy, you're going to miss your mock exam. <laughs> she must have been there for at least 10 minutes in my garden, um, which was pretty random. <laughs> And I just froze for about fifteen minutes. Oh god, it was it was it was stressful. It was very stressful. I didn't I didn't say out. Obviously, I did. I didn't say out. Um, I just carried on making me love Shaq. Um, but that mental that on a Monday morning, your teacher in your garden, on your paved stones. <laughs> and then I got into school a few hours later. I had a lesson at half. Uh, half 11 or something and it was that exact teacher for my performing arts technical lesson and she saw me and I was like hey miss she's like Jimmy you've missed your mock exam I was like you what <laughs> it's like Jimmy I came round to your house I knocked on your window you double glazing I tied up your garden because it was a shit tip <laughs> but I kept knocking on your window I was like I didn't hear you I was asleep miss <laughs> I brought out the year 7 to year 9 GCSE drama. Oh, miss, I did not hear you. <laughs> mock exams was useless, man. The only thing I learned in mock exams was how many bricks there were in the sports hall where we did the actual exams. Because that's ah, boring as fuck. Anyway, I'm going to smash an interlude in here and we'll keep talking about college. Tunage. So I've got some uh, lovely, very funny um, stories about being at sixth form, especially sixth form, because it was a piss take. I hope you're enjoying this. It's not as daft, but the very daft stories. Um, so yeah, a bit of nostalgia for whoever's listening. Um, so another story from sixth form is when the same teacher who went into my garden. By the way, this teacher was class. I loved her. She was about maybe 50, 60, and uh, she, she, you know, she was always trying to do the best thing for you. And uh, so this story starts in the uh, drama studio in the sixth form. Um, imagine it all blacked out for all the fantastic drama pieces. <laughs> uh, imagine a gantry, a walkway above with lights and spotlights and the sound and the amps and stuff. And also at the top of there was like a little booth, a little gantry booth where you'd sit. There's a sound desk, lighting desk, and you can only get up there from the upstairs. Um, and there was me, Joe, Will, and Jed in the gantry room. Um, that was our whole class. That was the lesson. Um, four of us in there. And the whole room was black. And for some reason, one of us, I can't remember who, wrote on the wall in white pen, Jed is a dick. It's just a bit of banter. It's daft. Um, totally forgot about it for like an hour. It got to the end of our lesson. And after our lesson was uh, lunchtime, and the teacher just came in, fuming, because we'd been out and then came back in, and she must have seen the Jed is a dick on the wall. And she uh, she said, "Right, lads." She seemed quite fuming. That wasn't as that wasn't good acting. That I didn't do year ten fucking beat at drama. That's why. <laughs> and she got us to go to the cafeteria. Well, that was posh. The uh, lunch spot where you get your bagels and shit. It was. The start of lunch, everyone was going in. There was about 20, 30 people in there. 
And she walked into the cafeteria, was far behind her. We're like, what's going on? It's lunchtime. We want to go get a fucking chicken burger and a bagel bit. And she slams open the door and she gets us inside the cafeteria on four tables and she shouts for everyone to hear. And she goes, right, lads, I want you to write on these pieces of paper. Then all of a sudden Jed went, Jed is a dick. (laughs) And then uh, (laughs) we all started laughing. And then uh, the teacher went, yes, Jed, exactly that. Write in your best handwriting, Jed is a dick. And we're all there just like, what's going on? We've got the whole of the lunch hall looking at us. Even the bloody staff and the dinner ladies. Oh, my God. We're just there like, God, this is embarrassing. It was quite funny, actually, but awkward. So we all realised what was going on. We've totally remembered about Jed is a dick writing on the wall in the classroom. We all realised that she wants the handwriting to match up to what was on the wall. So we absolutely... <laughs> I think I wrote with my left hand and I'm right-handed. Other lads were just, like, writing it in huge writing. <laughs> I think someone did all caps. <laughs> We gave her back to the teacher and she said, right, see you after break or something. And I don't think she realised who it was. I think it could have been Jed. That was the kind of guy he was, legend. <laughs> That's a good story though. That is a good story. So in year 13, I only did two lessons. I did music and performing arts technical. I dropped sport and media, like I said, because it was uh, boring, man. Media. Pile of crap. <laughs> and uh, so... Our music teacher, I won't name him, legend he was. He he just moved to our school in year 12 and 13. And he took us for music and for performing arts technical. And in year 13, our project in performing arts technical was to go to Selby, to this workshop, random guy that the teacher knew, and build the uh, school show, which was fame, build the actual staging. We went there the whole of six months, let's say, every Friday, we had a double lesson, two hours, and he would drive us to Selby, and we'd go to this random dude's workshop house, and build the workshop, and on the way back, he'd treat us to a Mackey's, unreal, imagine that, the teacher. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You just get into your lesson. It's like, right, lads, we're off to Selby. Um, we'll go to Macris if you want. And we're like, yes, get in there. Again, it's just only four of us. So we drive to Selby every Friday, build the set, get a Macris, live in the dream. We put some tunes on in his car. We'll put some bloody Slipknot and some proper mental crap, which was mint. And one of the best stories, right? We got in on the Friday, 1 p.m. 
ready to go to Selby. And our teacher goes, hey, lads, uh, I need a favour if that's all right. We're like, yeah, yeah, what? And uh, we were expecting this. You won't be. The teacher had recently moved to the town where the college was from York or something. And he says, right, lads, I've just bought a second-hand sofa off someone in York. Um, I need I need an hand going to collect it. I'll buy you a Mackie's to say thank you. We were like, course, sir, that'd be class. <laughs> so we didn't go to Selby. We drove to some random person's house, went inside the house, picked up the sofa, put it in the back of the teacher's car. The teacher paid the guy in cash. And we just sat in the back of the car with a sofa. I don't know how we got in there. It was a very small car. but the, And then the teacher took us to nearest Mackey's and bought us all a chicken legend and chips. Imagine imagine if the school found out about that. And then the best of it, we got back to his house, the teacher's house in the in the town where the college was. And he says, right, lads, can you help us get it upstairs into my apartment? So we actually got out. We actually got into the teacher's house with the sofa, popped it down. And because his house was in town, he said, right, lads, I won't drive you back to school. If you want to go into town and get, you know, a sausage roll from Coupland's, you can. We're all like, yeah, see you, sir. See you next week. Have a good weekend. <laughs> what? Oh, good times. Also, that same teacher, we did the uh, school talent show. We did the sound and the lighting and our band played. And then after, that same teacher took us to the pub for a few beers just to say thank you for doing the sound. Like... Sixth form, man. It's a piece of piss. I miss college and sixth form senior mates every day. I know a few people don't like reminiscing on that because they got bullied, but you're a better human than all those bullies now. You're better looking. You're a better human. They're all fucking idiots, all right? Interlude. Here's one of the best stories from college that you're going to hear. And it's about drugs. <laughs> I wasn't taking... No, this was right. I'm going to explain to myself. Uh, so, in year 10, we go on a school trip to see West End shows in uh, London, obviously. <laughs> and uh, the teacher... There's maybe like 30, 40 of us have gone down. It's the music and the drama lot. We've merged to one trip. And we've drove on a bus all the way down to London. The first thing we do is, 30 of us, go to local KFC. This is in the middle of London. Go for a KFC. And we go in there. The rest of the class and the teachers have got their food. It's just me and my mate Ollie left. We're at the till waiting to be paid. Ollie goes up, orders both of our uh, meals. And while he's doing that, I get a tap on my left shoulder. A little tap. I turn around and I'm like, hello? And it's these two big big guys and they go hey mate I don't know what accent this is you mate <laughs> that was Birmingham <laughs> and he goes hey bruv uh, do you want some drugs and I'm like what imagine that me 14 year old it wasn't more what it was more like what <laughs> and this guy goes do you want to buy some drugs bruv and in my nice quiet shy tone I was just like I'm good, thank you. And just turned around and just <laughs> waited for me KFC. That was the weirdest thing ever. And then uh, we got our food and went to the loads of tables of all our classmates and teachers. We went over to teacher and we just sat down and we just said it as like an off comment. We're like, ah, 
lovely. Oh, miss, we just got asked if we want some drugs. <laughs> she was like, what? You know, she was tucking into tender chicken. She goes, you what, Jamie? I said, yeah, miss, I've got a bag for you. <laughs> That, what a ran, what a random situation that is for a fourteen year old from Yorkshire going out of London. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'd have had enough to buy it anyway. You know, I just got some some cash off my mum, and then we, <laughs> then we sent it into Madame Two Swords. Jesus Christ, that place is grim. No shitty statues. I did actually. Um, I wore a very edgy shirt that day. I thought it was cool, but you think things are cool back in college. I bought a t shirt. I typed into Amazon a few weeks before. I was just like. Funny t-shirts, because I like merch. And I found this t-shirt. I'll put a picture up soon, um, if you're watching it. And it's a picture of me with an arrow pointing left. And underneath it just says the word dickhead. I wore it to Madame Tussauds because I thought it'd be funny. And uh, we went up to like Justin Bieber, Cristiano Ronaldo. And I was just there, just posing. Thumbs up, dickhead arrow, pointing to the left. I thought it was cool. I'll put a picture up of me, ten years ago. Um, emo. I'm very emo there. But that, that's pretty random, that, isn't it? If you can watch this podcast on uh, YouTube, just type in the Daft Lab podcast and uh, skip to this part in the video, in the audio of the podcast, and you'll see me there, 14-year-old dickhead t-shirt. That'll that'll do on the nostalgia of sixth form. I hope you enjoyed that. We're going to move on. Obviously, it's an interlude featuring new segment. Oh. Uh, right, so this new segment is a little bit of fun, and I think these type of podcast features are all fun for you listening at home, um, because I think it makes you think and give you a clusterfuck in your brain. So this segment is called Question Me Off. I ain't going to explain how it works, I'm just going to start. What are the pockets for in swimming shorts? I know, I've traumatised you on this day, that fucks your brain up, doesn't it? What are they for? I don't understand it. Swimming trunks, pockets made of net, fishing net, it's white net. What's going on? I can't put in my pocket if I want to, you know, have it there, a handful of peri salt. It's going to go through my netting. But at the same time, I'm not putting my phone in there while I'm doing a few lengths of backstroke. I'm not going to put my fine leather wallet that I got off Amazon for five quid that opens like a book sideways. I'm not going to put that in there. It's going to waste it. Like, what do you need pockets for when you're in Turkey, swimming at the Gorka Motel, doing a few lengths, 45 degrees, beautiful. What are you going to need that close to you in your pocket? Like, the only thing I can think of is, let's say you love swimming so much, you want to do as many lengths for five hours. Put a bottle of Volvic in there, in your pocket, just make sure it's proper tight, or you're going to have bloody chlorine Volvic flavour. But I can't think of anything. Please let us know on the socials, what they use for. Okay? Cheers. Thank you. Another question. Here we go. Question. Can you think of a word that hasn't been made up yet? Exactly. Like, could you jumble up some letters right now, together, and make a so-called word that hasn't already been made? I'll have a go now, off the top of my head. Let's make up a word. I'm looking at letters around the room. Nasty Fallus. <laughs> what was that? I'm trying to think of a word that hasn't been made up yet. Red affording. Red affording? 
liver piece <laughs> shelving buff. <laughs> I literally can't think of anything. I always think, like, who came up with the name Drink? Like, who thought putting a cup of liquid to your mouth and thought, what What am I doing right now? I'm drinking. Like, but then who comes up with the word cup? Like, oh, look at this. I can store liquid in. Let's call it a cup. If you weren't adapted to the word cup, you'd have thought, why would you call that a cup? You know what I mean? You know what I'm getting at? It's like, who came up with the name for cities? Who came up with the name Leeds? What does it mean? You know? If you were going to mech a city right now, and you had to think of a name for it, imagine coming up with the word Leeds. It's a, I love Leeds so much, but like Leeds, let's, let's call this Hull. If I was going to come up with a city... I don't know how I'd do it. I can't think of another word. If I'm going to make something off, uh, let's make... Jivard. Pilagogio. That sounds like a spell off Harry Potter. I'm making up names. Uh, Hintonley. That sounds like a nice place. Yassiborough. I feel like, you know, when they've made names in the UK, they've put Shire at the end of them. They've put Borough at the end of the names. I feel like they've just ran out of ideas. And have gone, oh... I can't think of another name that's like Leeds. I'm going to call it Leedsborough, even though that's not a place, but they just got fucking lazy. Um, I don't know what I'm getting at with this point. Please help me. I'm getting too daft. My brain hurts. I'm going to start playing some music now. Well, I hope you enjoyed the new feature there, Question Me Off. Um... Please send me in any random questions, dilemmas, or anything weird to me. Email at the daftladpodcast at gmail.com or follow me on the daftlad pod on the socials. Send me some tasty messages, you know what I mean? Tasty, tasty. Uh, can you turn your volume up, please, everyone listening? This is a, a fact that I'm going to tell you. Anyone who goes to theme parks and uses fast passes constantly are all delivery drivers forcing the way to the front of the queue at Mackey's. These delivery drivers that force the way to the front of the queue in Mackey's, they are annoying. Uh, everyone can relate to this. They come through entrance of Mackey's, don't even let the electronic doors open, they just walk straight through bloody glass windows. <laughs> and you can see that everyone's waiting, but of course, Big Les jumps to the front of the queue, gets his flimsy tinfoil bag, smacks it on bloody till area, and just stands there leaning over the bloody Mackey's till like, you got me order? <laughs> and then the turn around showing the expression just like, I'm more important than you bitches. I'm just stood there like, when's order 59 coming out? <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. And then another one comes in. It's like hole in the wall. <laughs> that fucking TV show. They've used Big Leslie's uh, <laughs> outlined window to entrance, walks through there comes through there's no space for another tinfoil bag but puts another one next to big les and goes doof uh where's my mackie dollar please i've got people waiting <laughs> and i'm there like i just want order 59 i want me mozzie sticks <laughs> so before i go i'm gonna leave you with a beautiful quote uh this is also college related perfect for the episode so here we go the last kid left on the bus Knows where everyone lives. Yeah, 
I'm fucking traumatised now. That scared the crap out of me. That's episode five of the Daft Lad podcast. I'm going to go buy some Jurex paint from Halifax. So I'm going to see you in the next one. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.